Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash wisdoms echo, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. Hello everyone, this is Grant Mahoney, and in today's podcast, I really just want to talk about the kingdom of heaven which is something that I'm really passionate about because I, when I look at the church today, I don't see that we're really manifesting what Yahweh considers the kingdom. And so I want to look at, let's go look at Matthew 13, verse 44 to 52. And these is, this is what Yeshua is saying. He says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth, separate the wicked from among the just, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yeshua said to them, Have you understood all these things? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he said to them, Therefore, every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and old. Such an interesting scripture. And one of the things we need to notice here is, three times Yeshua talks about the kingdom of heaven. So this is important for us to note because this is very important to him. It's very important to Yahweh. The Lord's prayers, um, Our Father, heart in heaven, have be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. This is the most important thing to God is his kingdom. And so in verse 51, like I said, Yeshua says to them, Have you understood all these things? And, you know, one of the things that I've been saying over the past few years is that the kingdom moves forward in new ways all the time. And what I've just read is not really a parable, but it's actually a mystery. And why do I say that? Why do I say that's a mystery? Because the multitude wasn't there. This is some of the things we've got to understand. This wasn't Yeshua speaking to everyone. This Yeshua had already sent all these people away. And... Now he's in the house and he's talking to the 12 men that he had given authority to. So this was all about community, close community, fellowship of the brethren. These 12 men were sitting around him and they were listening to him reveal these mysteries and share these mysteries. And they, the, these men were the legitimate channel through which the kingdom was going to be manifest. And so he's talking to them in, in a personal setting. So... For me, this is the foundation of community because he's beginning to talk to them in a personal setting. And so why would he want to tell them a parable if it's not given to them to be spoken to in parables? Matthew 13 verse 10 to 11 says, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Remember? And he answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been given. Such an interesting thing. It's interesting how when you're in community, Yahweh wants to share mysteries with you. He doesn't want to give you parables because of the relationship. And so, yeah, Yeshua has this incredible relationship with these 12 men. And so he's sharing with them in an intimate setting. He's sharing this 
all these mysteries about the kingdom of heaven. And he says it's been given to you to know the mysteries, but it hasn't been given to them to know them. So it's interesting how powerful community can be. And, and I believe this is why when we go back to the book of Acts, the current model for the church where you have a pastor or whoever, an apostle standing up front and everyone sitting in pews just being fed is not church. That is not the original pattern. The original pattern was us meeting in homes, everyone coming prepared, someone having a song, someone having a, a word, someone having a prophecy, whatever. Someone sharing the what Yahweh had done with them in, in, in that week. That, that's what community was, small groups of people, because it's in those small groups of people where you've built this fellowship and, and this and, and this brotherhood and sisterhood, whatever word you want to use, that Yahweh can now begin to release these mysteries. And so to them it was given to understand mysteries. But yes, where, where we all come in, are, the thing is, is, are we willing to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and then act upon what we've learned? Because another thing I notice in, in today's modern church is we, we have so much information, but there's no power, there's no display, there's no manifestation of the kingdom. And so we have to act upon these because... These mysteries raise three critical questions for anyone who wants to move with the kingdom that's in motion. Because Yahweh's kingdom is in motion. It's constantly moving. It's constantly growing. It's constantly expanding. So let's look at the whole thing about treasure. Are you willing to find but also lose your individuality? That's a question. Because Yeshua is telling his disciples, he says to them, he says, here's a mystery, guys. Don't go for the treasure. Go for the field. A treasure was hidden in a field, which when a man finds it, he goes and buys the field. That's what the word says. So that man was not interested in the treasure. He simply, he hides it. He then goes and he sells everything that he has. In other words, he loses his individuality. He sells everything that's identified him in his past. He puts all his reputation aside because he knows this field has a treasure in it. And that's what we should be doing. Are we willing to do that? And, and the point is very clear because if, if we just go for the treasure... And you don't get the field. But if you go for the field, you get the treasure. And so what we've done in the, in, in the church system is we've tried to build one ministry alone. One, our personal treasure. And there's no wisdom in that. Because if you're just building one ministry, then you're just going after treasure. You're not going after the field. And Yeshua is interested in the field. And so this is where community comes in. This is where we need to start building community, start co-laboring with others, not just trying to build our own little thing. But, you know, Yeshua says in, in chapter 13, when the sower went out to sow, that the field is, is the world. So what he's saying is, is a man finds a treasure in the world. And instead of just going for the treasure, he's going for the whole planet, is basically what this is saying. So Yeshua came for the world. He came to seek and so, save that which is lost. And, and this is the beauty of it. Yet he didn't come just to save our souls. He came to do many things. He came to put money and, 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 and provision in our pockets to give us houses and lands. He doesn't want you and I to just g give land, just give us a piece of land. He wants to give us a nation. He wants to give us a country. He doesn't want to just give you a country. He wants to give us a continent. You know, he's not interested in just giving us a continent he wants to give us the whole world because that is the kingdom progressing the kingdom in motion and we need to get out of this mindset of it's me and my nation and and i'm just about this nation or i'm just about that nation he's about the whole planet and so yes our nations are important but we've also got to remember there's other nations out there and so you know the word says the kingdom of god suffers violence and the violence take it by force so we've got to take take things back and I want it all back. I don't just want 
whatever it may be, the power, the money, whatever. I don't want just the treasure in the field. I want the whole field. And this is the mindset that we've got to have, especially when we're talking about the kingdom of heaven. Because Yeshua says, occupy till I come. Therefore, it's not just about building a church. We, we're taking over more than that. It's not about building a ministry. I really believe when I look into the, into the future and I see what the body of Christ is supposed to be doing, is we're supposed to own hospitals, schools, universities, factories, banks, supermarkets, um, airline companies, everything. We, we, we're supposed to take over everything to influence every level of society with kingdom values and kingdom morals that bring peace, love, and joy among everyone. This is what we're supposed to be doing. And then we, we look at the second part of that when he talks about the pearl. And, and the question is, are, are we willing to persist but also be irritated? Because this is what it says. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now remember when Yeshua says, don't cast your pearls before swine. Now obviously, the pig doesn't understand value. This is the thing that we've got to understand. You can't take a pig to a beauty salon and give it a, a manicure and a pedicure and a back rub and, and you know you can put perfume on and all this kind of stuff you can dress it up in pink and purple and yellow ribbons and the minute it comes out of that salon where's it going straight for the mud because a pig doesn't understand anything that has value and we've got to start seeing the value in in people in one another in the things that are around us so when Yeshua says yeah as a man is looking for good pearls he's speaking of the of the pursuit of revelation and of someone who knows value a man that's looking for good revelation in the kingdom of God. And he's, he's persistent. He's a persistent student that's going after the stuff. How, you know, when you look at a pearl, it's, it's just so interesting because how is a pearl formed? It begins with a little grain of sand that finds its way into the oyster shell. And it irritates that, that living organism. And the oyster begins to weave a smooth protective coating around the sharp scratching grain of sand. And it's being irritated, in other words. And so it begins to weave a thing of great price. And that's why when we are seeking goodly pearls or things of value in the kingdom of Yahweh, there's always something that's an irritation to that. And we've got to remember that. And there's something that irritates us. And so you become irritated with where you've been religiously or whatever. And somebody, you know, will say something like, that doesn't sit right with you or whatever you know something say and it just doesn't sit right with you you know uh, someone might get up and say uh, these women in the nation who do they think they are women are just meant to be in the kitchen and and whatever and so as a woman you know that that's not right and i mean as a man you should know that's not right and it irritates you not happy with being in in that kind of an oyster you know you're looking for something else you're looking for something of a much greater price than that and so We've been in places where we've been criticized for our beliefs and for what we believe Yahweh can do. And I'm sure we've all been there. And, and this is what, what I'm talking about. This is the irritation. Um, so Yahweh, whenever you find an irritation, it's because Yahweh's wanting to weave something that's special, something that's amazing. And, and the thing is, the question we've got to ask ourselves is, are we willing to be a little irritated in order to experience more of our father's goodness are we willing to be discontent with the way we we are as believers willing to grow to the next level of maturity in christ and so sometimes it means putting up with the most irritating 
of interruptions or whatever it may be. Sometimes it means letting the irritations and tensions build in order for us to wait and see what Yahweh is going to make of them. And so uh, uh, just listen to this amazing statement. It's good to carry tension and not resolve it prematurely because ultimately that is what respect means. By not, by, by not demanding that our tensions be resolved, we let others be themselves. And so we let Yahweh be Yahweh, the gift be the gift. And so if only we wouldn't panic and, you know, try to resolve the painful tensions within our lives too prematurely, but rather stay with them long enough until those tensions are transformed and they help to give birth to what is most noble inside you and I, which is compassion, forgiveness, and love, and those kind of things. And so, you see, we, we have to begin to take a chance in the kingdom and allow ourselves some tension. And so many times we, we look at what we've invested in and we look at all that we've worked for and we weigh it and we think it's heavy in terms of the little that could apparently you know, re result. But we need to trust Yahweh that when we're in kingdom progression, that we, we're ready to sell our reputation, sell your talent, sell whatever Yahweh has built in your life so far. Sell it and put it all up for sale and chase that one pearl, that pearl of great price. Because that pearl will buy more than you could work for in a lifetime. And this is what we've got to under, understand. Remember the rich ruler came to you and Yeshua and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he was looking at Yeshua who was the pearl of great price. And Yeshua says, said, sell all of that and follow this pearl. In other words, follow me. And if he sold all of that he had, he would have had the pearl of great price. He would have received the pearl and even so much more. And But what that man got was just a little bit of possession. And he let the pearl of great price, he let, let it go and he let it walk away. You know, And he walked away from it. And so when we see Yahweh doing something, we've got to be hungry for it. And we've got to leave behind everything that we've so carefully built and and i see this so often in the church where pastors build their kingdoms and then when yahweh reveals truth to them that requires following him in a new direction or whatever they don't want to do it they, they will they they leave it scares me but the the question is will we leave what we've built so far and simply follow the lord into the next kingdom adventure prepared for us and my answer is that we need to embrace change. If God's moving west and you're going east, change course, man. Go where he's going. So I want to end there and we'll continue this in, in the next lesson. Bless you guys. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and blessings on your families. Amen. Thank you.